Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from November 23rd until November 30th because somehow we're already at the end of November with only one month left in this calendar year. And so we'll be discussing the energies that are unfolding over this next week as well as what is happening energetically and spiritually for us, which is a big theme at this time and that's because of the strong Sagittarius energies that are sweeping through our energies as well as Jupiter stationing direct at 28 degrees of Pisces. So we'll be discussing what is unfolding for us at this time especially as the Sagittarius new moon is also occurring right now as I do this podcast on November 23rd. Now, before we go into the specifics of this week, I just want to give you a heads up that I do have a brand new astrology course coming out right now, and I'm going to talk more about it at the end of the podcast for those of you who are interested in learning more about your progressed astrological energies. This is a more intermediate and advanced course, and I just want to give you a heads up because I'm really excited about it, really excited to teach it to you, and also what you're going to understand about your life path. So I'll touch on that more towards the end of the show. The sun entered Sagittarius on November 22nd, and on November 23rd, we have a Sagittarius new moon at two degrees of Sag in your chart, as well as Jupiter stationing direct after being retrograde since late July. So this is a time period when the energies are lifting us up, when there is now a sense of feeling inspired or motivated to move forward in your life. And Sagittarius is a mutable sign and a fire sign. It's the ninth sign in the zodiac wheel. But very important to note that it's the last fire sign in this cycle of energies. So it is the final energetic impression that we are working with until we go into Aries season in March, and that is the new beginning of a new cycle. So it's important to note when we're working with the third and final element in a cycle because it means there's something here that we're meant to tap into around how we've been using the fire essence in our life as well as making the most of what this means for you at this time. Now Sagittarius is, as I said, the final fire sign. It's also the only fire sign in the second half of the zodiac. And so the second half of the zodiac begins at Libra and ends in Pisces. So this is the only fire sign in the second half of the year. And it's asking us to really light up our energy fields, to truly activate more of what inspires you, what motivates you, what gives you life. As the fire signs are about growth, inspired growth, spiritual growth tapping into what you believe 
about yourself at this time on your journey. And Sagittarius connects us to the higher perspectives of our journey, to see things from a new vantage point and to look at the bigger picture of what's been unfolding, including what you've been healing, what you've been learning, and how all of that comes together and gives you more accumulated wisdom. Sagittarius also is about the experiences you've had in your life, what you have moved through, what has stretched you, how you have grown through life experiences that have taken you out of a comfort zone, that have pulled you away from something that was familiar. Sagittarius wants to go beyond what's known, wants you to travel further, travel farther, be curious, be open to the world. And in this cycle of energy, especially with the Sagittarius new moon that is exact on November 23rd at 5.57 p.m. Eastern time, as well as the ruler of Sagittarius, Jupiter, stationing direct within five minutes of this Sagittarius new moon. So we have the new moon occurring at 5.57 p.m., again, Eastern time, and then Jupiter stationing direct at 6.02 p.m. There is a resurgence of energy coming through that is basically these downloads of light, downloads of energy, downloads of trust and hope that we're using to move forward, but it looks like the downloads are filling in the spaces and areas that you've been clearing out. And it could feel that you've been waiting a while. You've been holding on or hanging on by a thread. It could feel like, okay, how much more can I take? How much more am I going to be in this void or in this energy of surrender? And part of what is transitioning this week are these downloads coming through that are a resurgence of possibilities based on what you have let go of, what you have transformed, what you have transmuted. And here we have energetic support for the new inspirations, new possibilities, and the new energies coming through. And I'm seeing these energies as these very beautiful, soft, pink light codes. And when I say light codes, they have a very interesting shape to them. We might compare them to snowflakes or to an energy that is even hard to define or hard to put into a particular shape. But these are very soft, pink, loving downloads. I mean, this looks like a compassionate energy, a loving energy. This is also an energy that we're meant to absorb, that we're meant to really embrace and allow to flood through us because I feel like this is happening based on how much you have learned about yourself, especially since late July when Jupiter stationed retrograde on July 28th at 8 degrees of Aries, 43 minutes, so almost 9 degrees of Aries, and required us to detach from what we were anticipating or what we were 
desiring. This Jupiter in Aries energy gets us going in a new cycle. But as Jupiter retrograded back into Pisces, there was a requirement of further detachment. So basically looking at where maybe your ego or your mind or a part of your energy had hooked into something being a certain way, or you had anticipated or expected or really wanted something to play out in a certain manner, or perhaps you were even invested and really inspired and thought this is it. And then Jupiter retrogrades back into Pisces and has us releasing and letting go of those expectations. In fact, it's a return back into the divine womb, the divine creation place, going back into an energy field of pure potentials so that we we can assess what is really in alignment with my best and highest good based on what I've truly owned and understood about myself. And I feel like part of maybe what we've been understanding or assessing is that we can get going on these new starts and not realize how we are animating previous patterns or habits or how we're operating from a lower sense of self. And that's part of how the Aries energy can show up. So when Jupiter has been in Aries, there can be a sense of, I want this, this is me, this is a yes, I'm going to go for it without checking in on how your own energy is actually at a higher place than it's been. So there's something here where even if there was an immediacy to what you wanted, there was a sense of impatience or impulsiveness, this retraction of Jupiter back into Pisces has been requiring us to let go, step back, detach, look at the higher perspective, and also make sure you're integrating in the new frequencies. You're bringing in the new parts of yourself that you've been deeply working through, deeply healing and transforming. The new parts of yourself that are made to go forward with you when Jupiter re-enters Aries on December 20th and 21st. So there's this higher consciousness operating within us that says, okay, yes, it's time for a new start, but make sure that you're really bringing in the higher expressions of yourself, your truer needs, and the parts of you that are just birthing at this time. And it feels like there's beautiful universal intention that's been unfolding during this Jupiter retrograde back into Pisces, where there is an acknowledgement from your higher self of what you have moved through, of what you have realized, of what you have decided, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to go down that same path. I don't want to make the same choices. I don't really want to start a new cycle based on previous versions of myself or based on outdated needs or parts of my energy that I'm not even connected to anymore but we can do that. There can be safety and comfort in that. But this is a cycle where the universe is saying you're ready to go further. You're ready to embark on a new energetic frequency that you're meant to carry forward and it's requiring the new parts of you to come forward and to be solid. 
So there's something here where we're gaining greater clarity and certainty on the new parts of our energy that you could feel like you've been sensing it. It's been showing up and coming through and you're aware of it, but it also could feel like you're still, it feels like battling or wrestling with old parts of yourself or things that have been very comfortable or things that you've known. And so I feel like this Jupiter return into Pisces is a clearing out, another clearing out, another almost like a warm, comforting hug from the universe that says, it's okay to let this go. It's okay to allow these parts of yourself to be complete. It's okay to just trust that this is a beautiful new journey and you don't need to carry all of this energy with it, meaning all of that expired baggage or outdated energies. So we've been in this nebulous void of Jupiter and Pisces that is another clearing out. And it's sort of like when you have to scrub a pan twice, when you're like, okay, I soaked it, I washed it, and there's still stains on it, and then you have to wash it again because it needs another layer removed. It's kind of like that. So a bit of a divine car wash or a deep scrubbing energy to make sure that you're crystal clear. And that's also what I'm seeing in these light codes. I'm feeling like there's things that maybe you've been sensing, feeling, receiving messages about, and you're just aware of, and it becomes clearer now in this energy cycle. It starts to gain momentum. It starts to light up. It has a new force to it, and it looks like it has a clarity to it. When energy is crystalline and truly light-based, it moves fast. And there's something here where you could feel like things are picking up the pace and it's happening based on what you have deeply trusted in your own growth, in your own process, in your own self-knowingness. And here we have openings that the universe brings in some form of validation or affirmation of what has been shifting. We currently have a lot of planets in mutable signs right now. The sun, Mercury, and Venus are in Sagittarius. We have Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces, and we have Mars retrograde in Gemini. And the mutable signs are about being open to choices, flexibility, allowing the flow, allowing other options to come in without trying to grab it too much or keep it locked in to one outcome or one expectation. So that's part of this openness here. And it's really highlighted during Sagittarius season, as well as the Sagittarius new moon and Jupiter stationing direct in Pisces is to open up your energy. And it's interesting because I'm feeling this too, as looking at each of your chakras with a 360 degree viewpoint where you could even take your arms and put your fingertips together in front of you and then when you open your arms and expand it around to your backside and then your fingertips touch in the back, it's sort of like this opening of the energy but I feel that some people get stuck. It's like the energy doesn't open all the way, almost like one of those revolving doors that it doesn't keep spinning. It's like it gets stuck. So if you're feeling that, 
that would be something to assess and energetically shift where you could look at, well, what is the block? What is preventing my energy from opening all the way? And that's going to show you more of where you're able to trust. Now, there is a strong frequency of trust at this time with the planets in Sagittarius and Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces. So there are downloads of trust coming through. It could even feel easier. You could even feel like, yeah, I got this. I feel it. I feel the change. I feel the opening. I feel the shifts within me and I feel it occurring because of everything I've cleared out and I've been working on. And this is also something that the universe is signaling to us as part of divine timing, where there's things that take as long as they take. Even if our mind wants it to happen faster, there's some things that just take more time to line up, to sync up, to unfold. And that's just part of the universal timing. That's just part of the cycles of energies that we're moving through. So I'm feeling like in this cycle, there are doors opening. There is expansion. There is growth. There is new awareness here, but we have to stay grounded. And that can be tricky when there's a lot of mutable signs, especially when There's a desire to go and to move, and that's also strong here with these mutable signs. So what we're really looking at is how we can keep our energy open, flexible, adaptable, but also honor and ground in these new frequencies and downloads of of trust, of hope, of possibilities. It feels like birthing. It feels like there's something emerging here that maybe it's coming closer into view. Um, There could even be surprises, like surprising developments or things happening out of the blue because of how the universe is giving you signals of what is right on time. So on November 23rd is when we have that Sagittarius new moon and Jupiter in Pisces stationing direct at 28 degrees. Then on November 24th and November 25th, we have Mercury and Venus in Sagittarius, each trining Chiron retrograde in Aries at 12 degrees. And so the trine to Chiron in Aries is something that is giving you a sense of understanding, understanding why you've been healing certain wounds, understanding what you've been learning. I also feel that this energy has an energetic trail into deeper soul contracts, into deeper parts of your soul's experiences of what you've been learning with other people through certain situations, really highlighting some bigger themes in your life. And this could be a period of time where you're receiving those insights, Things are coming together, but it happens in a powerful way. It happens in a sense of, okay, that makes sense. I get it. And I didn't see it from that vantage point. So the trine to Chiron in Aries retrograde at 12 degrees could even be something is communicated to you. Nice words, kind words, something loving. And that's because both Mercury and Venus are traveling together. They have been conjunct in Sagittarius, so they're working together on the same team to help you see the lessons, to help you gather the wisdom, and to also help you understand that it's not personal. 
Now that Chiron in Aries can feel things very personally and can have a limited viewpoint, a limited scope on what is unfolding. But the planets in Sagittarius have a higher vantage point. They're up higher on the mountain, so to speak, and they can see the terrain in a new way. So you might even receive information or communication that clicks and helps you Feel some comfort because that Chiron in Aries does want comfort. It can be very vulnerable, very lonely, very insecure. These are the parts of ourselves that are deeply changing and new parts of our energy are birthing, but it doesn't happen easily or slowly and it often happens painfully because part of that Chiron journey is getting to the heart of the wound, going to the core of the wounding and looking at it being softer with ourselves, being gentler with ourselves. And that isn't how Aries operates. Aries wants a solution now. It wants it to be healed yesterday. It wants this to be over and to move forward. But there's a part of your life that has maybe felt like it's been a slow healing process and it's made you frustrated or impatient. So just be gentle with yourself and also allow those messages to come in and come through that remind you it's never personal. It's never just about your energy or your experience, but it is something that you're learning to work within yourself, learning to rise above and learning to heal on your own terms. Mercury in Sagittarius will be traveling slightly ahead of Venus. They are still traveling together, but they're going to have an increase in separation as Mercury pulls ahead. And they are both going to have an opposition to Mars retrograde and Gemini at the end of the month. So let's call it November 29th, November 30th, maybe even into the beginning of December. But the opposition to Mars retrograde in Gemini is important to be aware of because Mars doesn't like being retrograde. And in Gemini, he typically is a sprinter. He moves fast. He can get a lot done in a day. But now this Mars has to slow down, walk it back, slow it down, retrace his steps, and that isn't his normal MO. It doesn't feel comfortable. So this is a Mars that could be a little bit grumpy, a little bit annoyed, a little bit agitated, and that can come through in his words, in what he's doing and how he's expressing himself because he would rather move ahead and not go back and recheck everything. So with the Mars retrograde, we slow down and we become more conscious of what we're doing, what we're choosing, what we're putting energy towards. And in Gemini, this is really true in our thoughts, in our self-expressions, also recalibrating that throat chakra, getting clearer and stronger in what you need to say and what you do not need to say, because this is where biting your tongue can pay off. What you don't say can take you further than what you do say with Mars retrograde and Gemini. So that's a good heads up, especially as we move into the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S., where people gather and celebrate and oh boy, all the topics that can set people off right now, right? It's sort of like, is it worth bringing it up? Is it worth 
going into anything that could be controversial. So this is, of course, something to assess for yourself. But with this Mars retrograde in Gemini, zip it, shut it, bite your tongue, and that could be a much better use of your energy. So when we have Mercury in Sagittarius opposing Mars retrograde in Gemini, this is interesting because of how Mercury in Sagittarius is in his detriment. And that means he's not strong in Sagittarius. Mercury overlooks the details. Mercury just wants to go and be free and never mind what time the train comes. And oh yeah, I forgot to put gas in the car, but whatever, let's just go for it. So this is a freedom-loving Mercury who just wants to set off and overlooks the particulars. And this is also where, in detriment, he's furthest from his home sign of Gemini, which is where Mars is right now. So during the opposition of Mercury and Mars, there's things that are going to be changing. The details are probably going to be missed. There's things you might miss here or not hear the full story. And that is, in fact, what it feels like the bigger message is, is that there's things you could hear information or things you're reading or taking in, but it's not the full story. There's important things that are missing. And then we have this Mercury coming up to a square to Neptune retrograde in Pisces as we move into December. And that's when the facts are erased. The data is not evident. We have more questions than answers. So as we close out November and move into December, It's almost like just take some things with a grain of salt. Don't take it too seriously and look at where you might be triggered to fight for something, which can show up when Mercury opposes Mars. There's disagreements. You're on separate pages. There's things that you're thinking and believing that someone else has a very different perspective on. I mean, we could say this has been the case for how many years now, right? But this particular energy can be more personal. You could feel like you have to take a stand for what you believe in, and it might not be heard. It might not be understood. And there can be a lack of wanting to be on the same page. So this is important to keep an eye on. Again, this is November 29th and November 30th. And then when Venus has an opposition to this Mars retrograde in Gemini, she's not happy about something. She doesn't get what she wants. There can be something withheld. There can be a fight with her partner because of how Venus and Mars are the two lovers. And here they are on different pages. They have different needs. Venus and Sagittarius is like, peace out, I'm gone, I'm going to Cambodia, I'm on a big trip, you can't reach me, you can't find me. And this Mars in Gemini retrograde is frustrated, doesn't know how to take action, doesn't know what to say, doesn't know how to get anything off his chest. So there's this separation energy that happens when we have Venus opposing Mars. So know that this is a time to just be gentle with your communications and be gentle with your relationships. Give people space, give them room to do their thing, to go their own way, and don't take it personally because there's something here where this is how we're expanding. It feels like we're not meant to be 
overly saturated in other people's auras. We're not meant to be like really invested in what other people are thinking or what other people need. There's just this separation energy that is meant to show you your truth, your energy, what is best for you at this time, and to just trust that. So as we close out November, you may just want more room to yourself. You might just want to do your own thing, go your own way, and trust that because it feels like if you're forced to do something or if you're almost getting too close to other people, you you could just feel like, oh, I don't want to do that. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right. So that's just part of the energy signature here, especially the last two days of November and then moving into the first few days of December. Now on that note, we do have supportive energies working with Saturn in Aquarius at 19 degrees. So what I've just been describing with Mercury and Venus and Sagittarius opposing Mars retrograde in Gemini occurs at 19 degrees, but we also have this Mars trining Saturn in Aquarius around the same time. So there's something here that you do know is worth the time. It's worth the effort. It's worth the investment. I'm going to focus on this. It's some kind of idea or project or something you've been thinking about because this is happening in the air signs. And Saturn is covering territory it previously was earlier this year. So it's almost like the next version of the idea takes shape. The next version of the project, the journey, the trip, whatever you've been sitting with, it starts to form and come together. Now, Mars actually does not make another trine to Saturn in Aquarius. This is only happening twice because of how Saturn moves on to Pisces in early March and Mars will still be in Gemini in March. So there won't be another trine and yet Mars is retrograde. So it's almost like A vision is coming together and forming. You can feel the energy increasing and maybe details are showing up or things are coming through, but it could also feel like you can't give all your energy to it. And that's part of the Mars retrograde in Gemini. It could be like, okay, I'll do a little bit now and I'll come back to it later. It's slowly taking shape, but it's stabilizing and it's meant to be for long-term gain or long-term developments. And there's also something here that feels like it's a solid responsibility or commitment. Now, Saturn is the father archetype in the Zodiac and Mars is the oldest son. And so it could be this sense of, all right, things are clicking here. Things are being locked in in a positive way. And maybe that is something with a father figure, an authority figure, somebody you answer to, a mentor, someone with more experience. They've had more time on the planet. They've accumulated more on their journey. And here comes this Mars retrograde who has an idea he's been formulating and working on, and he gets a yes 
from Saturn. Saturn says two thumbs up. I like it. Go with it. Let's see what happens. So again, this is something supportive. There's energy here that wants you to go the distance. So even if it isn't immediate, you don't get that quick payoff or it doesn't manifest quickly, there's something here where at 19 degrees in your chart, there is a yes. And that is what you're meant to develop and keep working on. And then we're also going to see Mercury in Sagittarius and Venus in Sagittarius make a sextile to the Saturn in Aquarius at 19 degrees. So 19 degrees is still an active point in our charts. And we've actually been talking about this for a little bit now because we've had a lot at 18 degrees. And now here we are focusing on 19 degrees. So these two degree points in your chart have experienced a lot of energy. And this will be more applicable to you if you have planets or points at 18 or 19 degrees, especially of the fixed signs. So the fixed signs are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius. And this is where something is coming together and getting off the ground. So Mercury and Venus in Sagittarius brings in the motivation, that fiery energy to take action, to know how to move something forward, even connecting with the right people or showing you what is possible. So this also plays into that energy of what's opening up for us. And it's opening up but stabilizing as the planets connect with Saturn. And Saturn can keep us grounded keeps us connected to our 3D lifestyles, our responsibilities, what we have to take care of, where we're committed, where we need to show up. And Saturn is guiding us right now and showing us what is necessary. But Saturn is also discerning. So there could be things that you've learned to cut out. You're no longer giving your energy to it. You're like, nope, it's not worth it. It's not bringing me anything. I don't get much ROI on that. This isn't where I want to put my energy or my time going forward. So Saturn shows us the boundaries of our energies, what stays, what goes, where there's a yes, where there's a no, but that's meant to help you gauge the long-term endeavors. It's meant to help you understand this is what's going to pay off. This is what's good for my future self. And I'm going to commit to this because I also know that it's worth it for me. It's worth it in my life, in my physical reality. So we have a lot of interactions this week with Mercury, Venus, and Mars, the personal planets. And we do see that sun in Sagittarius traveling by itself. And it's just voyaging forward here through the first deacon of Sagittarius. The first deacon is zero to nine degrees, and it isn't making any connections to other planets. It's traveling behind Mercury and Venus. Yes, there is the Sagittarius new moon, and then the moon goes forward and pulls ahead. And it's not until the sun in Sagittarius gets to 12 degrees that it will interact with another planet, or in this case, an asteroid. That's where it will make a trine to Chiron retrograde in Aries. So for the first 12 days of Sagittarius season, that sun in Sag is traveling by itself. It is peregrine. It is not interacting. It is wandering 
and really in its own energy. Now, keep in mind, this is what's happening in the general collective energies. That sun in Sagittarius may be interacting with other planets or points in your personal chart. So that would be more significant. But in terms of the general energy, the sun in Sagittarius is traveling by itself, wandering alone, basically the own king of his castle, And he's opening up to see what is calling to him next. And he is ruled by this Jupiter in Pisces that we've been discussing. And he's getting new downloads. The intuition is very strong here. This is a sense of new possibilities streaming through. And the sun in Sagittarius is deciding what is right for me now. What connects to my belief systems and what I value in my life and on my journey? And it feels like there could be something that is calling to you. Part of these intuitive downloads and messages that are streaming through from the cosmos could be giving you a new sense of possibility in your life, a new sense of what you want. And again, this does relate to what you've already been learning, what you've already been understanding about yourself. And this is where there could be a need to go off on a new adventure, to trust a new call of your soul, to open up to a new quest. And in fact, I feel this as the beginning of a hero's journey or a heroine's journey where there's something that you can't quite describe, but it's energetically speaking to you. It's lifting you up, propelling you forward. And it's even something you can't deny. Like you can't deny it to yourself because that energy is so strong. Jupiter in Pisces is about our spiritual gifts, our spiritual mastery. And Jupiter is the biggest planet in our solar system. And it often offers us protection, energetic protection, spiritual protection, a sense of being able to create and trust what you want and to allow that energy to be a guiding force. So stay open to messages this week, even if they sound crazy, outlandish, wild, how could that happen? How is that possible? It's not our job to figure out the hows. It's not our job right now. In fact, you probably won't. You won't have the details. You won't have the hows. You'll have the inspiration or the vision. It's a great time to invest or create a vision board. It's a great time to write out what you want next in your world, in your life. It's a great time to trust that within the divine matrix, which is above the 3D matrix, everything is possible. Anything can come together. Things can develop and emerge and show up out of the blue if that's what you believe. So part of this too is that the energy can be fleeting if it doesn't connect to your belief systems. And Sagittarius highlights what you truly believe is possible for you in your life, as well as how you are trusting your energetic connection to the divine. And when you're solid in that, when you have fortified that, you've invested in that part of yourself, then what you believe shows up. It's magnetized to you. It's like those Velcro connections come through, especially when the energy is so clear and strong. 
So I feel like we're getting these downloads right now of new possibilities, new things in our life that we want, but you do have to look at how you can sustain that energetically because it's all well and fine to say that you want to earn a million dollars or that you want to create something or you want to go on a trip. But if you don't have the belief system in your frequency that truly knows that can happen or that it's possible for you, it will dissipate. It will dissolve and leave because it didn't really get grounded in. That energy wasn't really connecting to what you believe. So that's where I'm getting this visual of Velcro, right? Two pieces of Velcro that have to match up. It's basically like the yin and yang of Velcro. Well, you have to hold the frequency of what you want to create based on what you believe is possible for you. Then the universe can bring it in and connect it. But if you don't truly believe it's possible for you, it won't connect. And then what happens is it actually reinforces your belief system that it won't happen for you. So when we're learning to trust or believe in something in a new way, that's often the hardest phase because you're stretching beyond what you've known. You're stretching beyond what you've manifested before. You're not possibly believing it can really happen. But this is where we practice affirmations. We practice saying things and really looking at our own blocks of resistance or limitation around what we've been taught or told that's about belief systems that are no longer yours. And you could be feeling that as part of your growth right now, especially as we enter the holiday season and we tend to have more interactions and more conversations with family, with friends. It can bring up stuff. It can bring up the differences in your belief systems. It can bring up what other people believe about let's say money or investments or expenses. It can bring up things from your childhood that you were taught and now you're showing up as an adult or you're meeting someone from a different place in your life and you have reworked some things and now you're standing in the power of your belief systems. You're standing in the power of what you know is true for you and you could feel that as a very strong force of your own energy. And then you could also feel the separation between your belief systems and somebody else's belief systems. But Sagittarius wants you to ultimately feel strong and powerful in what you know is true for you. And so this could be a week when you have some tests around that. If you feel wobbly in some areas or someone has a conversation and they say something and you realize that you no longer think that way, you no longer believe that same thing, you're at a different place, honor your own growth, honor where you have invested in yourself and work through some things that you no longer want animated in your life. And then the Sagittarius energy is going to support you in strengthening those belief systems, especially when you've really solidified it for yourself. So it is a week of expansive energies, openings, new possibilities, all the things we've been talking about here. And trust yourself as you ride this wave. Of course, it is personal for everyone. It could feel overwhelming for some. It could feel like too much. It does depend on how you feel and work with Sagittarius and Jupiter energies. 
But those are the strong energy signatures of this week. And it means that there's something right on time from the divine of what you're meant to see in yourself, acknowledge in yourself, and again, feel those beautiful light codes coming in of compassion, of joy, of love for everything you have transmuted and allowed to be complete. And this could feel especially welcomed after eclipse season, after those intense Scorpio energies and you just want to let loose and have a party and throw your old shoes out the window. It's sort of like, I just want to be free and liberated. So trust whatever that is for you. And I also feel like this is a time to remember that you are a co-creator in the divine matrix. You are an energy vessel that is working with the divine in very unlimited ways. So what is calling to you now? What is lifting your energy? What is inspiring you? And there's a reason why you're feeling that. And that could be part of this new journey that you're moving towards. And speaking of new journeys that you're moving towards... Just a reminder that I am doing an Alaskan cruise in September 2023. You can find all the details over at sailwithspirit.com. It's a week-long cruise and we're stopping at four different places in Alaska. And check that out if you're looking for a new adventure or something to do next year. I really hope that you can join us. It's going to be a great time. There will be multiple workshops from other healers, guides, and intuitives, and I think it's going to be quite magical. And then I also mentioned that I have a new astrology course out now. It's called How to Read Your Progressed Astrology Chart, and I am guiding you through these cycles in your chart that are key to understanding pivotal times in your life. The progressed chart connects you to a higher timeline of your energy. It's a longer term perspective on how you're growing and evolving, what is transpiring for you throughout your life, when the pivotal milestone years are. And in fact, that's something I show you in the very first class when we talk about your progressed sun. I help you identify the milestone years in your life that have been significant for your energy show you how that plays out, how that shows up. Then we go through and talk about your progressed moon, progressed Mercury, Venus, and Mars. We talk about retrograde energies, the outer planets, all kinds of stuff. We cover a lot in this course. It is more intermediate and advanced. So if you're not there yet, that's okay. Don't force it. Because there are basics that you need to have down before you advance in any topic. But for those of you who are more advanced and further along, understanding your progress chart is essential to knowing your life path and shows you what you're moving through in this lifetime that can certainly explain some things. Explain when you have key transitions in your life, when you're undergoing key points of growth or things that are healing also shows you what is complete, what you graduated from, what you're done with. So this is a great way to see more of your soul growth in this lifetime as it pertains to this other timeline of energy. And when I used to do personal readings, which I haven't done for a while now, I would always reference the progress chart. And any astrologer 
who is truly a professional understands the importance of the progressed chart. So yes, you have your natal chart, you have your solar return chart, you can look at your astral cartography, you would be aware of your transits, right? There's all these different things that we look at in astrology, but the progressed chart shows you when things significantly change, what that energy means, what to be aware of, how to plan for it, All these essentials that help you basically remain in your power, in your energy. So I'll put the link below the podcast. You can check it out. And yes, I do have it on sale right now at 50% off. For those of you who are ready, who want to dive into this knowledge and really go into this part of your energy frequency. And I really hope it shows you more about your journey in this life. You can also find all of my current programs and courses over at mollymccord.online and there are the full spectrum of classes I offer, everything from beginner to intermediate and of course a few more advanced classes like this one. So thank you so much for joining me. It's been delightful to begin Sagittarius season with you. I will not have a podcast on Monday. I just need a break. I need some downtime. So I'm going to take Monday off, but I'll be here next Wednesday for our next weekly insight into the energies. And if you're in the U.S., wishing you a lovely Thanksgiving holiday and also hoping that this Sagittarius energy is reminding you of what's possible in your life and to keep going, keep trusting, keep believing, keep believing that the universe sees you, the universe is working with you and that there are beautiful days ahead. So thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. Take good care and happy new moon.